There it was. <laughs> Welcome Gee, to oh. the Sour Mash Podcast, everybody. And we Dylan. are here for a special deliverance edition. Dylan plays the, the banjo now. It's that's his, I've, I haven't gotta, picked up any, something to do during quarantine. I haven't picked up any new quarantine hobbies except uh, alcoholism and uh, video <laughs> games. I've been a lot of video games. <laughs> alcoholism goes in hand in hand with the banjo. It's true. It's very All true. Other things. If anybody has a lead on Switch, let me know. A Switch? Yeah. I heard that I heard that they're getting like uh, like there's a secondary market and people are selling them for like four or five hundred dollars used. Oh, oh yeah. man. We I have, have a Switch. We have a Switch. I'll buy it from you. <laughs> how much? I'll trade you. I'll trade you for it for some bourbon. I don't think Danielle would like or that. I, I I bought a PlayStation Four at a pawn shop. Yeah, you had to get like quarantine <laughs> PlayStation. Like I had to hand it to you through a door and shit, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was worth it though. And that was the day that they announced that we weren't supposed to go over state lines anymore and you had to get it in Indiana. Correct. Yes. You you should be quarantined. I, I got didn't, else to do. I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't touch anybody. So there Dylan, do you want to do our intro here? What? Oh, yeah. I guess I was like, I already did that. It was very hard. <laughs> I worked really hard at that. But everybody, we're the, uh, the Sour Mesh Tours team. Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm Andy. And as and always, I'm for the Sour Yeah, there he is. Quincy. We're joined by Quincy. Um, so we're here uh, to, to narrow the field down and to declare a winner at some point. Uh, so far, all three of us have tasted and voted on our final four. Um, but we don't know the results. As always, we're going to reveal those live on the air. But before we get to that, uh, we should go over the matchups and talk about a little bit about the path that all of these uh, bourbons took to make it to this prestigious level. Um, you know, just like the NCAA tournament, you make it to the final four, you're hanging a banner. So all of these bourbons are already winners from here. It's all icing on the cake. But we had the top three seeds all advance. So there were some upsets in early rounds, but ultimately in three of the regions, we had uh, the, the the favorite come out. So the, the Four Roses uh, limited edition small batch from 2019 knocked off the Old Forester Rye in the first round and then the Maker's Mark RC6 in the second round. Uh, that's going up against our, our one Cinderella, the Knob Creek, the 14-year the uh, Bonnie Castle 100th anniversary pick, which knocked off uh, Barrel Batch 20 in the first round and Larceny Barrel Proof in the second round. So that's our first matchup, guys. Do you want to go ahead and um, reveal our votes? Let's go for yeah, it. Do it. Andy, lead us off. All right. I need to, to get my plate over here because I still don't know which, <laughs> which matchup was which. I've got a whole platter because I've got my tasting materials for the, the finals because we haven't done that one yet. Sure. You got it all ready. You got it all ready. The wonders of radio, folks. All right. So matchup one. Uh, the first bourbon that I taste tasted, um, the nose, I got honey. Some berries, so I really stretched. It was a lot sweeter than I expected on the palate. A little tannic finish with some oak. I said meh. I really liked it, but nothing really stood out to me about it, at least not at this stage in the game. 
Uh, the second one, I got caramel and fudge brownies on the nose, uh, dark chocolate, charred oak. You could definitely taste the age on the second one. Had this weird, like, sweet tart finish, like some kind of like hard candy almost on the finish. It was, it was, it was unique to any of any of the ones that I've tasted so far. I voted for the second one. I gave it an A minus. The first one was a B, and that was the oh surprise. I voted for the Uh-oh. four roses. I the thought I voted roses. for the. I thought I voted for the the Knob Creek. Oh wow! So, so the wow. four. I voted the four roses. Yep. All right, four roses with the early lead here. So, um, in my first one, um, actually was my least favorite of the day, uh, and so on the nose, uh, for some reason I don't know why it hit me like this, but I got a very like uh, chemically like dry erase marker is what it what is what popped into my head at first. So it was very strong, very overpowering with a lot of alcohol. Uh, and said it was um, very earthy and tasted a little bit over aged. Uh, but it was it, it the flavors of it were just very flat. It was a very strange uh, taste. And so I even went back to it after I tasted the other one and I got the same thing. So I didn't know if it was just messed up or not. Uh, the second, um, I had a, a good strong nose and a buttery smooth palate. Uh, I had a very strong uh, oak uh, flavors, good vanilla, uh, which was a which was a tip off for me because I'm I'm a big fan. So uh, I chose this one, and I'm pretty sure that it's the Knob Creek. And yes, I picked the Knob Creek. So Quincy is the, right. the deciding right vote up. here. Who's going to go to the finals? We're about to find out, folks. Uh, so, my match one is where I think the Four Roses was at. Uh, that was my pick for this round was the second bottle or second glass. And I had uh, a sweet, buttery nose and a nice balance with cherry. Uh, and then the taste was soft but spicy. And it had a long finish. And I put candy down. Uh, the other one, which should be the Knob Creek, I put Pleasant Oak. Spicy clove tobacco, uh, and then the taste was oak again, and a little higher proof I could taste, but it had a little bitter finish to it. Uh, I gave the second glass an A rating, and then the what is the Knob Creek? I think is I gave a B. So I did pick the Four Roses. Wow! So like that's oh man, on. Cinderella, Sorry the slipper the doesn't Creek. fit on the knob. <laughs> 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 How do you keep doing that? What? Why? You said the, you said oh, the slipper doesn't fit I on mean, the knob. Come sorry, on, you guys. It's you guys that have dirty minds. I'm just calling it dirty, just shortening the name. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> so the four roses will go on. Um, that's kind of disappointing to me. I, I really was rooting for that Knob Creek, and I thought that I picked it. I really did. Um, I, I picked it. Wonderful. I got it is wonderful. I mean, it's it's good. It was the first one I tasted too, so maybe my palate wasn't primed. But I got the tannic finish also, Quincy. Uh, it was kind of bitter, and it, it that's what turned me off of it. Um, that's what I always liked about a Knob Creek, though, because yeah. it has that like good sweetness in the front, and then it finishes off kind of smoky, and you get a little bit of that like that barrel finish. Um, that's why I've always been a real big fan. So, but. The Knob Creek will not be advancing. Uh, it's the Four Roses 2019 limited edition small batch. I know that uh, Chad Clifton will be disappointed, as well as all the the members of the Bonnie Castle Club that have been just hanging on every every word of this uh, of this podcast since we've Sponsor. been 
running it. Uh, so we'll move over to the other side of the bracket. Uh, that was the what time? Like normally in the final four, the first game will tip at like five thirty. The second game tips at like eight. This is the eight o'clock tip. Not anymore. In the, in the new age, it's like oh, we're going to do a seven o'clock, yeah, eleven thirty tip for the second game. <laughs> For the West Coast, because they love basketball. I just wish that there would be some basketball uh, or baseball. <laughs> or Anything. So in the in the other side of the bracket, uh, the the number two overall seed, the Wild Turkey Cornerstone Rye, uh, skated past Old Granddad one fourteen in the first round, knocked off uh, the Stag Junior Batch thirteen in the second round, and a that was a, a two to one. That that was a toss up. Um, and then that's going up against the number three overall seed, the Baker's 13 year, which went past the Heaven Hill seven year bottled and bond and in the first round. And then uh, the Russell's Reserve Funky Turkey in the second round, the, the pick that I helped out on. So that was another bittersweet defeat there. But this is the two versus the three overall seed. Um, pretty sure I know what I voted for here, but I'll let one of you guys take the lead. Sure, I'll go ahead and go. Um, so this was probably my, this is my favorite pairing of the day, even though I'm a big Knob Creek fan, so I was happy about that. Um, <clears throat> well, not happy about the not winning, but, um, so my first taste, um, had a good, um, nutty kind of nose to it. It was very sweet. Uh, on the taste, I got, uh, kind of a little bit of a bitterness of like an orange rind. So if you ever chill on like the white, like the membrane of an orange, like you kind of get that bitterness with a little bit of citrus as well. I had a good spicy finish, um, but it wasn't anything that was really overpowering. Uh, but my second, uh, this was the most expressive that I had today. So this is my favorite. Uh, it was very fruity, had a good, uh, a good maple flavor to it. Uh, this one, actually, Andy, this, this, I got sweet tarts on this one. Okay. Um, and then when I went back and tasted it again after I went through everything, uh, kind of for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was like a blast from the past. I got RC Cola. I don't know if you guys are RC. Ooh, yeah. The Royal Crown. The Royal, Royal Crown. Crown. So that was my, that was my uncle. That's my uncle Gerald's favorite, uh, well, Uncle Paps. I call him Paps. Uh, that's his favorite soda. So, uh, yeah, just, it brought me back and I was like, oh man, I love this. Um, so I picked I picked that one, um, and looks like that was the Baker's thirteen. So I actually went all Jim Beam in my picks wow. for this. Quincy, you want to go ahead? Yeah. Uh, so this was a little more clear cut for me. Uh, one of these I didn't enjoy, and the other one I I really liked. Uh, for the first one that I didn't really enjoy, I had a nose of cardboard. Uh, not much going on. Some charred oak, corn, and vanilla. And then tasting it, I got like an apricot, uh, simple syrup and coffee. I thought that was the Baker's. I gave it a B minus. And then for the second one, I had plum or blueberry, uh, cedar and caramel on the nose. Uh, it was very syrupy on the mouthfeel. Uh, black pepper, uh, old oak, and I put tingle. And I gave that an A. So I for giving something a B for, for like a B, you you had such terrible yeah, taste for notes. It's all, it's all relative. <laughs> yeah. It's cardboard. That's a B plus. It's good. That's a B. Yeah, <laughs> B range. So I picked two, and that is oh wow, the Bakers. Oh oh holy cow! Wow, you thought you thought it was the uh, the wild turkey, huh? Yeah. Well, That's so. Right. My vote doesn't matter at this point. Um, this was also my favorite matchup 
the first one I tasted, I got vanilla beans and strawberry syrup on the nose, whipped cream and the peanut finish, a little hot on the back. I gave it a B plus. I voted for the second one. Uh, I got vanilla ice cream, cinnamon, and orange on the nose. And then I got that minty kind of herbal rye spice on the palate, mint chocolate chip on the on the finish. And I'm pretty sure that was the cornerstone, but Quincy was wrong. Uh, maybe I'm wrong too. <laughs> Not that it matters, but I did choose the the cornerstone rock. Cornerstone, cornerstone, wow. man. That's how that go. Yes, yeah, so that was a. Uh, we we each got fooled on one. Um, yeah, yeah. Surprising too, because that rye, that I thought that was the one that stuck out. Stuck out like that was yeah. the only one I tasted where I was like, I'm pretty sure this is it. And then I, the other ones kind of filled in from there. Mhm. No, I definitely got the rye from that cornerstone. So it, yeah, it popped out pretty quick. So Quincy said he didn't enjoy the cornerstone and loved the baker. Yeah, I, I liked both of these. So the the Baker's 13 year. Um, we almost had a Jim Beam. We could have had an all Jim Beam final. Uh, we could have had no Jim Beams in the final, and one of the two advanced. So <laughs> that's uh, Baker's 13 year is going to go up against the Four Roses limited edition small batch um, that high rye offering. So we are going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to pour our final pours, and then we're going to come back on the air and reveal who wins the 2020 Sour Mash 16th. Stay tuned. Woo! Welcome back. Um, <laughs> you know, for all you, that was probably just like uh, a second, but for us, it was, I don't know, four minutes, five Agonizing. minutes. Agonizing. A long time. <laughs> So we're all we all have the final matchup sitting in front of us. Uh, we've all independently mixed up our glasses and don't know which is which. Um, obviously, we know the two bourbons. We've got the Four Roses limited edition small batch from 2019 against uh, the special release Baker's 13 year in the finals here. Um, have you guys started tasting yet? I took a little sip. Of both? Um, I was... Not of both yet. Now, this is interesting just because we've tasted them so, you know, so much earlier or just not that much earlier. I'm curious to see what comes out of this. It's interesting. It is. Yeah. This is the first is time that, I was doing this live, right? I've had, it is. I've had a grilled cheese and tomato sandwich, uh, or sorry, yeah, grilled cheese and tomato soup <laughs> uh, since <laughs> since the first round or since I, we tasted the first pairings. Hold so on, my palate's a little different. Hold on, you went downstairs and ate that? Four minutes. No, 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 no. So <laughs> after after I did, I tasted the matchups, made my notes, and then Danielle and I ate dinner, and then I came up here to record. Okay. I got so <laughs> confused. Yeah. I thought he ran Andy ran downstairs, guys. You can't see it. Doesn't I went downstairs. The, ran downstairs. The, I thought he just housed a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I went down to use the restroom. <laughs> we ate super early today. Because that's just what you do when you don't have anything else to do. That's all you have to look forward to is, is meals. And the, meals and, these and podcasts, alcohol. These podcasts, yeah. and now we don't have this. This is, the, this is it. <laughs> oh, well. Well. It's meaningless. We, we can keep it going somehow. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure we'll it out. Mm. We're, uh, it's our weekend, so we're going to get takeout tonight. We're going to get fancy and go out. And Where are you going? Uh, we're going to Small Cheval. Oh, like man. Simplified. What, what's... What, Hi, Kelly. What small show? Kelly said every day is high weekend. Um, Go ahead, Quincy. Yeah, so there's a restaurant called Oshaba, which is kind of like an 
upscale diner, I guess you could call it. And it's down the West Loop. And then they did this offshoot called Small Chevals, where you can just get their, their world famous burger, French fries, and like milkshakes. So it's Ooh. pretty simple, but the burgers are. The burgers are phenomenal, man. Like the Acheval burger itself is really good. And then they it's pretty much the same, right? They put bacon on it yeah. at Small Cheval. Yeah, you can get it with bacon. You can get it with an egg. Uh, it's like a, a you know, smash burger grilled patty that sounds delicious do they have uh, lactose free milkshakes for people like me who can't do such uh probably not they have free bread i think they can do lettuce that have a, a bread but that's about it all right, <laughs> no it's all it's all good I've, I've taken to start carrying lactate pills around with me everywhere mm. i go because you never know when yeah. you're gonna eat some ice cream i clean those up after people when they leave our our tables at the restaurant. Oh, There's shit, just, just like, like the little, the little packs that they rip packs. open? Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. What heathens. Take your take your lactate packs with you. <laughs> mm. All right. What do you, you guys think you got, you're about ready to make a pick? I'm, I'm not quite yet. You guys can go ahead. All right, so I think... Mm, I'm going to go... There's something that's a little off with the with the the orange sample that I have here with me, so I'm not getting as much of a good sweetness as I want. So I'm going with the I'm gonna go with my green, uh, and the green for this final is damn. I went and picked the four roses. Oh, look at you! Snap! Wow! What happened? Completely different than my first my first go round. These are very close to me. They're super similar right now. I, I can barely tell yeah. the difference. I'm trying to figure out. Like I think, I think I know. I think the set my second one's the Four Roses. I just don't know what I want to. I still don't know which one I'm liking better. It's so it's so subjective yeah. at this point. Like you just got to vote for one. Like this is tough. <laughs> I'm also thinking my second is the Four Roses and. There's something about the finish that's a little better. I've got that sweet tart finish in it again, man. I don't know if I like it that much. The nose on the first one is better for me. Mm. See, I like the nose on it. That's where I'm kind of I'm torn because I like the nose on the second one. And I think I like the palate on the first one just marginally better. Opposite. Here we go. Maybe we're maybe we both one of us has the right one and the other doesn't. <laughs> All right. Which one do you want to reveal yours, Quincy? Are you ready? Do you have a pick? So you guys do it do it together on the count of three and say it so that way we know who wins. I still don't know which That's one I like. I, I still haven't decided yet. And this is hard. This is radio. Can't well, people, can't I gotta keep people the I mean, I can't sacrifice the integrity of this tournament for expediting the radio show. You know, I think that our listeners would appreciate that, you know, we're, we're doing this right. Well, we're going to get like that SpongeBob thing. Two hours later, Andy's still just like, I don't know. All right. I know what I'm going to vote for. I'm voting for my second one. I'm voting for B. 
So is that the one that had the better uh, the better palate or the better nose? It had the better nose, but the more I drank it, the palate mellowed out a lot. That sweet tart kind of gave way to just like a really, really good and spicy bourbon profile. I mean, like very kind of creamy, um, little like chocolatey, you know, just the, the some of the classic notes there. Um, they're both very good. It's a tough decision. It's a coin flip, but I'm going with B, which is, I won't say mine yet. Sorry, guys. No, you're good, man. Take your time. Integrity. You're the guest. I can give Andy shit. (laughs) You're the guest. I think I'm also going to pick two. The palate just a tad bit better. The the nose on one is more enticing to me, but like Andy said, it's the opposite for him. But I'm going to go with two. All right. So big reveal. All right. You ready? On count of three. Are we going to say one, two, three? We'll say it. Yeah. One, two, three, we'll say it. All right, let's do it. One, two, three. Four Roses. Four Roses. It's unanimous. Unanimous. The 2019 Four Roses Limited Edition Small Batch takes the crown, wins the Sour Mash 16 for 2020. And that was was really tough. I mean, we we both kind of poured over it. Dylan, did you have a – was it clear cut for you? You made your decision quick. Was that just for the purposes of the production? No, not purpose of the production. I think that like I kept going back and forth, but there was always just something that was a little bit off about the one sample. And so like the more I went back, I was just like, I I can't get past it. So like I just have to go ahead and mix it. So I don't know if it was it had like a, a soapy kind of flavor to it. I don't I don't know what it was because I didn't get that obviously in the first round. So yeah. Just had to just had to call it. So the kind of anticlimactic a little bit the number one overall seed the um yeah i guess the most expensive what what's that four roses retail for these days over 100 for sure right yeah i think it's 130 maybe 130 the the cornerstone might be a little bit more pricey oh Um, yeah cornerstone's 200 i think yeah and the the bakers is what like that's over 100 too right the bakers 13 uh that's that's right at 100 i think okay so not necessarily the most expensive, but perhaps the most sought after uh, bourbon of the the tournament, the limited, uh, very heavily allocated Four Roses, the annual release, takes the crown. This was fun, guys. Kelly, Kelly tried them. She picked number two. She picked number two also. So it's even more unanimous than it was before. What did yeah. Kelly? What's Kelly like about it? She said one, it's flat, and two, it's hot. Okay. All right, I prefer hot to flat. Kate, Kate's over here. She's the dissenting vote. She's like absolutely. Oh, not. here we go. Oh, Don't really? Four roses. She's not a four roses person. I hate four. I can pick it out immediately. <laughs> she can't. She's, she's got a four roses nose. She knows. She knows. Four how to noses. Four, four noses. noses. <laughs> there you go. Your nickname. <laughs> so so no, we guys, this is great. How do yeah. we, we figured out how to do this damn thing? Just straight up virtual. Yeah, man, it was it was a good good exercise for sure, and um, you know weekly recordings. I could keep doing this, but you know what are maybe, we going to talk maybe, about? Maybe next year you guys can have uh, the audience pick. Like have a have an audience vote. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Submission. I'd be down for that. Have the they have to have the bottles. They can't just they can't just be voting blind, like voting for their favorite their they favorite could, label. See, that's a good way to make money. They got to send in, they got to send in a gift. Yeah, first. <laughs> yeah. 
Next year, maybe we do something like all barrel picks or like all like normal labels, but different, different barrel selections. So nothing right, no, yeah. like keep, uh, keep the super high end, like heavily allocated stuff out of it. We'll just do a bunch of barrel yeah. selects. I don't know. Who knows? It's a long way away. We might not even be here then. We might all, <laughs> you know, whatever. No, we're all, we're all going to be here. Maybe we're still going to be doing it virtual. Who knows? Hope, uh, God, I hope not. Um, I did finish. Time. I forgot to tell you guys on the podcast. I, I, I did finish the Tiger King. Oh, uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I, I, did I you watch the bonus just, episode? I did. I went right into the, the bonus. We haven't Joel, watched Joel McHale hosted. Yeah, we haven't watched the bonus episode either. Okay, so I'm ahead of you now. The shoe's on the other foot. It's good. Wow. He gets he gets most of the characters back to interview. Obviously, he doesn't have Joe. Uh, he doesn't have Carol Baskin on there. But most of like the side characters, he interviews one-on-one and gets their thoughts of how they were portrayed and stuff like that. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway from the whole series is, like, like there, I don't know. There's no good guys in it. Everybody yeah. fucking sucks. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Everybody sucks a little bit more than the other person. Like yeah. it just it just slowly ramped up, and then you got to Jeff Lowe, the worst of the worst. Humans. See, I don't, I disagree, man. I think I, the the guy that owns the strip clubs. Oh, yeah. the the jet ski guy. Yeah, the jet ski guy. <laughs> that guy sucks. But Jeff Lowe, I think he's a scumbag. He's obviously like a con artist, but I think he's at least like a reasonable actor. Like he he, I don't know. I, I he he didn't come off to me as like. As bad as the rest of them, but maybe I'm just maybe I got fooled by Jeff Lowe. Maybe I got charmed by this guy. I just got thrown <laughs> off by the whole bandana and flat bill hat, and you're a 57 year old man. And a, affliction shirts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the on the after episode, Joel McHale asked him how many affliction uh, shirts that he's got, and I think he said like he like knew the number. He's like 78. <laughs> <laughs> the guy pays me for it. Yeah, the ballad of Joe Exotic will go on in perpetuity, especially yeah, after after Trump pardons him after all this. Does he really have COVID nineteen? I haven't heard that, Quincy. You said that on the last podcast well, was, news, but yeah, someone in his jail had COVID, so uh, they put them all isolation or something. Gotcha. I hear that's a tough place to be during this. Yeah, jail. man. Yeah, the there's that jail up around Chicago that's got that huge outbreak. Yeah. Let's not bring the podcast down. <laughs> but I will say that you know I, I would hope for a speedy recovery, obviously. But if if Joe Exotic caught COVID nineteen, that would be like the most twenty twenty thing that's ever happened. Like it would, but the only the, thing that would the make whole, it more twenty twenty is just, if he caught COVID nineteen and he still had his tigers, and then he gave one of the tigers. Yeah, that's yeah. Since they found out that that could happen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean. Know. It, it might apply to this too, to our podcast or your podcast, but I went back and listened to a podcast from someone else from like around March 15th. And it's really weird to hear like people's predictions and what's going on at the time. And then we're so far ahead of that. It's very strange to look back on that. Predictions about the, the pandemic? Just, yeah. In general, like, oh, we can't cross the state line now. And then, you know, they were still talking about flying somewhere. Very strange. Well, when we were in Asheville on Dylan's bachelor party, like uh, right. the week, the weekend that everything was like kind of starting to like become apparent how serious it was. I mean, there was all kinds of rumors. Like uh, we were there, Bowie got a call from somebody and was like, yeah, the National Guard shutting down borders tomorrow. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, 
yeah, kind of cast like a, cast a shadow over our, our over our Saturday. But luckily, that was that when March happen. Madness got canceled, right? When you were yeah, there? it was it was while we were driving there is when they announced officially the tournament was canceled. It was a, it was strange. But that was it's also the last strange. the last time we any of us went to a restaurant. The last time any of us went to a bar. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we were careful. We didn't obviously we didn't get it or not. We didn't. <laughs> we don't think that we got it. Maybe we did. I hope I hope that I have had it. I hope that I had it and recovered and didn't know. Well, no, but I'm saying now they're saying in South Korea that people are testing positive twice. They're, they've said that, yeah, but that doesn't seem to be like the accepted. I don't know. Maybe maybe it, there's no immunity. If there's no immunity, we give up hope at that point. I think we're about to go down a wormhole here. I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like this about just this. turned into a COVID nineteen podcast. Yeah. What else is there to talk about? Danielle will be like, what are you reading about on your phone? I'm like, ah, the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) This is a public announcement, though. If you guys, if anybody out there has a Nintendo Switch, they want to get up. I'm in the market. Nice. What uh, What do you want to play? You can borrow ours. I want to play The Legend of Zelda. Oh, Oh, man. Kate and I are playing Cuphead right now, and it's the most difficult game that's ever been invented. That game's really frustrating. It's we've we both have screamed obscenities as loud as we possibly can. <laughs> it's very challenging, but it's super rewarding when you make it through a level. Have you heard of that game, Quincy? It's like a side scroll no, no, no. And if anything touches you, you're dead. Like you have to <laughs> you have to time every jump like perfectly and make it through and learn the patterns. It's hard, man. It's really fucking hard. I'd love to see Kelly play that. <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. Well somebody find somebody find Quincy a switch. There we go. That's the new. The that's the new thing to do during quarantine times. Is finding Quincy a, a switch. Hashtag, at retail. We got to say at retail. At retail. Hashtag <laughs> find Quincy a, 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 a. I almost said a stitch. <laughs> Hashtag find Quincy a switch. There we go. We're pushing it out on social media everywhere. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Well, thanks congratulations so much for again to the us. winner to the yeah. four roses. And congratulations to all the participants. Congratulations to us for spending four weeks uh, drinking and narrowing down bourbons. This has been fun. We gave people a tournament they deserved. We did. March and April. We did. So thanks for having me, guys. It was really. Oh fun. man, you've been great. You're 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 part of the part of the squad. Quincy, you've been great. Oh yeah. I want to say uh, thank you to uh, to my lovely fiance, soon to be wife, Kate Brown, for uh, for joining us last time and giving us her picks too. So absolutely. It's not chiming, and chiming in in the background on this one uh, with her dissenting vote in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Always no. So <laughs> so guys, um, again, thanks thanks for uh, following along with us. Check us out uh, on social media uh, at Sour Mash Tours on all platforms. Also check out the website. Again, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to. Uh, do tours right now, but hopefully sometime in the fall we'll be back at it. So www.sourmashtours.com. Check us out and uh, come and chat with us. So uh, until next time, guys. Cheers. 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 Nice. (laughs) Nice.